Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All things in the name of love. With your host, Dr. Erica Riesberg. Music performed and written by Megan Moreau. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. Let it flow. Episode 60, Awakening to the Divine Feminine with Anne-Marie Wright. Today I have with me the beautiful, amazing Anne-Marie Wright, who is a spiritual guide, aliveness coach, and love guru with over 25 years of international success in awakening hearts energetically and spiritually. She creates a safe space that allows divine energy and grace to move through her to dissolve emotional, mental, and physical blocks, bringing the body into transformational balance. Her approach focuses on awakening our natural central senses through awakening and meditative techniques, which will allow us to be all that we can be, our authentic self. This increased self-awareness brings increased satisfaction in all areas of life. Over the years, she has facilitated the transformation of many hundreds of people into peaceful and loving presence. Amory, oh my gosh, it is such a joy to have you on the show. I, I feel so blessed that I know you and every conversation we've had leading up to this has been so deep and profound on my end. And I suspect it has been for you as well, because it's a heart-based connection and we're just friends. I mean, not, not minimizing that, but I mean, like we're friends and we're doing that. And what it speaks to me is the potential of how we can all connect on a deeper level. Absolutely. And I love that you said that because there was a simplicity and a connection that I felt physically when you said we're just friends. And we are. We're, we're friends. And to me, the simple part is that we're soul friends. Mm -hmm. And in the Celtic wisdom circle, there's something called anamkara, which means soul friend. Mm -hmm. And in every human retina, there's a blind spot. And so this, uh, this blind spot is the part of ourself that we don't see, that we're not aware of until we become aware of it. And we tend to become aware of it through soul friends. And so that's the beauty because it doesn't come from a place of judgment. It comes from a place of what I see in you that's familiar to me is this. And there's the connection and, and also the growth. Mm -hmm. So it's based on compassion rather than the old linear way of friendship. Is, it doesn't tend to be a flow. It can be a hierarchy or how are you supporting me or, or something, mm -hmm. you know, but this is just, it's a, more of a oneness that we're in this together and mm -hmm. we want to create from this. Yeah. And that's a beautiful space to be in for, for this deeper connection, because for me in my expansion, I'm only interested in having these kinds of friendships. Mm -hmm. 
because anything else just feels heavy. Yes. And in that heaviness, like when I feel that heaviness, there's an opportunity for me to take my mind's awareness into my physical body Mm. and breathe consciously. Because remembering that nobody has power over me unless I give it to them. Mm-hmm. But they can, they can trigger the challenging parts of me that become heavy. Mm-hmm. And then my thoughts can become heavy and I can create armoring around my heart and kind of disappear, maybe even be there but not be home. Mm-hmm in my heart yeah so even that has a place because I can step back I can move away I can ask for something Mm -hmm. it just is another opening for a a new type of connection Mm. yeah and that's 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 becoming more and more aware of how your body responds And one of the things you didn't mention in here is you have taught Tantra before, which in my understanding is getting in touch with your body. Very much so, yes. Tantra, the word Tantra actually means to weave. Mm. And it's weaving all aspects of yourself. So including the shadow and the light. Because if we don't know our shadow, we're not going to be grounded in the body. Mm-hmm. So it's in the tantric path includes our sexual energy, our creative force and second chakra energy. And we tend to bypass that when we're in just in our mind, mm-hmm. when we're living in including our sensuality, then that radiance is inclusive of everything and we grow. Mm-hmm. and people around us grow as well we're growing together it creates a sangha a spiritual mm-hmm. community of interconnection and interrelating so that it's just not about agenda it's about a state of of being and i love that you said yes it's instead of the responsibility which is a weight and a heaviness on the shoulders we learned responsibility. And when we take that breath and we just feel the sensations of the responsibility, usually on our shoulders, and that breath connects us to our physical body, we become aware just of the sensations, mm-hmm. then we're in response. We're responding to our body and we have, instead of responsibility, it's the ability to respond in the moment to what's going on in our body. And that response creates new opportunity, new life, new possibility. That's the quantum field of pure potential. And that's, Erica, where we have met, I feel, in just about every conversation we've had. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, whether it's in the circles or whether it's even in the Zoom circles now, it's that level of intimacy into me see. I'm willing to be seen in my shadow and my light. You know, I don't have to prove I'm a somebody. Is such a right, <laughs> right? You just are, and 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 the space that you and I have is is so liberating. 
Mm. Because there's no need to prove, there's no need to do, any, there's no need to do. Yes. <laughs> we just are. And, and that is a gift that, that you and I have both felt a resonance to sort of awaken in others. Yes, yes. Well, this is, I've been doing this for 25, actually, more years. You know, they started with A Course in Miracles and mm. the whole, the three lines in A Course in Miracles, nothing real can be threatened. That's love. That's all that's real. The second line, nothing unreal exists. Fear. We made it up. It's the story we're telling ourselves. Yep. <laughs> and then therein lies the peace of God. Mm. So it's that being in an embodied, peaceful heart, except when I'm not. <laughs> you know, it's like to, <laughs> and to like love myself or have compassion for myself when I'm not embodying a peaceful heart. And to create that soul friend, the Anamkara, and genuinely connect and say, I have forgotten who I am. Erica, can you please remind me? <laughs> of being of light. <laughs> mm. And that's the, that's the place that you were talking about. The movement from the doing, the human doing, because we learned to do, mm -hmm. to the human being. So the movement from doing to being, how, what does that process look for you? So I notice that when I'm in the doing mode, I'm, it's very often I'm not home. I'm not at peace. I'm just kind of believing I don't have enough time or, or I'm not enough or I'm rushing. So in the doing, it's like, it's, like the hamster on the wheel. It's not, I'm not making a difference. I might be accomplishing something, but from a state of doing, there's not going to be a big change. So for, to me, in my human beingness, that means I'm coming from a place of presence. Mm. And to me, presence is simply an awareness of my breath. I can feel what's going on in my body. I can feel the simplicity of warmth in my hands. My body wants to breathe when I'm present. My breath tends to slow down. I have more um, saliva flow in my mouth, a very natural flow. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I'm in the doing, very often I'll have a dry mouth and not even be aware of it probably because the doing very often is based on fear-based unconsciousness. Whereas the being is based on I'm available for newness. And to me, it's, it's source energy that's living me at that moment or those moments mm -hmm. that we're creating our new life. So it's especially right now with everything that's happening, there's a lot of fear triggered. Mm -hmm. And with COVID, we've been more than guided, an act of love is to social distance. And so to me, that's a divine opportunity to drop more inwards, mm -hmm. that it's the inward journey that we are on. Like right now, and from this inward journey, what do, what, 
what would love do? What if we were really creating a new way of being, our new world post-COVID and all of the other racial tensions and poverty and all of the things that are really traumatic? We're being in many ways forced to look at the trauma within ourselves. We're seeing it on the outer and the shock of that trauma on the outer with our new humanity, this new post, or at least an awareness that we are, have all been traumatized at some point, culturally, ancestrally, but we've also got a resilience that our ancestors came through much trauma and we personally, me, that all of us, I'm saying we, that because I feel that part of this new world creation is to be a we rather than mm. a we. Mm-hmm. You know, that humanity starting to realize that we're in this together. We came from the same source. We're going back to the same source. So in the meantime, you know, we're creating a big fuss. But let's just really focus on how it feels to love. Mm-hmm. How it feels, yeah, to love, really. Even the sound you made there, you said, ah, that's what I heard. And that's the heart chakra sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my voice is, is, uh, has the ability to resonate deeply with others on a, on a heart level. And that's a gift that Source has given me. And I know when I'm in this space, this is my favorite space to be every week, where I get to talk to someone, then I'm fully present. I'm fully in my heart space. And that's an opportunity for me to fully be. And it's such a gift that I have the opportunity to receive this conversation and, and connect deeply with someone, even if it's virtual, I can still connect with you and others deeply because I'm being so present. And I'm so grateful for that. Mm. Yes, and so everything you're seeing is is coming from the divine feminine because the divine feminine, the gift of the divine feminine and the power of the divine feminine is receptivity. Mm-hmm. And the resonance of your voice when when we are in this place of connecting together, there is no distance. Mm-hmm. It's just that's the the interconnectedness and and the receptivity of grace and great gratitude, right? Because I'm in the same wave. I also am very grateful to be here. And really, I've got like little happy bumps inside me (laughs) dancing about because I'm really delighted to be here with you and have an opportunity to be heard. Yeah. And also an opportunity to listen, right? Mm -hmm. Active listening is an act of love. And I think, well, we we were talking about this yesterday on a phone call that that we're both feeling this this need for deeper active listening Mm -hmm. and stepping more into the divine feminine because I've been feeling a need to deeply nurture myself lately. And I know that's not just me. Yes, and that's part of this inner journey. It's like whatever has been triggering us, when we have dealt with the 
trigger or the energy inside us, whether it's we've been controlling what our heart wants to say or we've just been in fear and we don't know it and that's the heaviness and the weight. When we go within and we, we deal with it on the inner vibration so that that block of fear or that block of suppressed anger or controlled anger, that starts to dissolve, then the inward journey, our resonance, we can't be, the heaviness dissipates, it's gone mm -hmm. because love dissolves the block. Mm -hmm. And we're listening and taking action because, of course, love is a verb. <laughs> Many times yes. I see that. I love saying that. It's action. It's flow. Mm -hmm. It's that synchronistic weave of sometimes we can't even explain why it happens, but it brings joy and it brings awe, yeah. a sense of awe and a sense of, wow, I really am being lived by a higher power. Mm. And that light of love is, is living me when I'm in those synchronistic moments. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Taking the breath. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful image. Just feeling into that. Mm. I'm being lived. Mm. Mm -hmm. One of the practices that I recently picked up that I took from a class with Michael Beckwith is every morning I wake up and I tell every part of my body that I love it. And I start with the outer, like toes all the way up. Then I go skeleton, then I go organs, then I go body systems. Then I do my chakras and my Kundalini. And then I do my aura. And by the time I'm done, I am vibrating so high because my body, which is my body temple that I get to dwell in, is just so happy that I'm acknowledging it with the simple act of saying, I love you, toes. Like toes are like, wait, you're paying attention to me. And that's not taught in our culture. In the American culture, it is not taught to love your body. Yes, absolutely. And it's the, the vibration of love, actively loving your body, there's a sense of openness and flow and love and lightheartedness. And to even look into our eyes in the mirror in the morning and really see, see the color. Look in a way that you're in gratitude and love for your own eyes. And sometimes there are times when tears start to flow because, and of course the tears have endorphins and so they're, I call them the orgasm of the heart <laughs> because those endorphins flowing through our body mean that we have let go. You can't have an orgasm and hold on at the same time. Mm -hmm. You have to let go in order to be orgasmic and have the endorphins flowing through our body and that really is our birthright is to be living in orgasmic bliss eventually mm -hmm. and I believe it's a possibility because I've experienced it many times you know when we're awake and feeling the body and interrelating with someone and we have those memories 
so that when you're doing your spiritual practice in the morning of taking that time to pause and to, with your thoughts, I love you, you're caressing your cells open. So instead of them maybe being stressed, they are just relaxing open. And when our cells are open, we're open to nourishment and nourishment will come to us. We're likely to eat something that will be beneficial to our body rather than something that won't. You know, we'll acts of love, like we'll, we'll do yoga or we'll do something physical because it's an act of love. It's an act of self-love. And as we're expanding self-love, vibrationally, we attract people to love us. Well, we're always attracting whatever's going on inside. Yep, we are. We are, we are. And, and something else we, we talked about yesterday that I felt really good resonance was, was as I'm stepping more into my heart space, which is such a gift since I'm a recovering academic, I'm trusting more. I'm, I'm an example is I have this massive voiceover project and it's in China and they are very pitch and resonance oriented because their language has five tones. And so I'm aware of this because I went to China a few years ago. And so, so try like I, the ego has been trying to get the right resonance. And this morning I realized because it's so, it's like, this is, this is a gift from source to get me to the resonance so that I can help others awaken. I know that my voice is the resonance. I have been trying to get my resonance. This morning, I realized, source, just get me to the resonance because I can't do it. I just can't do it. I have to surrender this project, this whole thing to you because I can't do it on my own. And that was a humility that I hadn't allowed myself to feel before this morning. So, that, and that's so beautiful because I can't do it. I'm trying to do it. Those are all the doing. And it's like, as you surrendered in that letting go, in that surrendering process, you're now available for source to resonate through you. And there's no more trying then. Right. And that's, that's, that's such a relief. Isn't it? it oh, is. yeah. Because it becomes effortless. Mm -hmm. that's and it reason. has been effort. Like the whole time it's been effort because I did it once and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Then I tried what I recorded yesterday. I was too high and I thought it was right. And I was like, okay, I am trying. I'm trying. This is not about me now. I have to just be and let whatever source wants me to do. <laughs> and that's, that's like, oh, oh, that's what it means. I don't have to stress about this anymore. And that, that's been like such a challenging concept for me is like, because of my childhood of like just controlling myself to, yeah. to make myself feel safe, which is a, it's a false safe mm -hmm. and allowing myself to be like, Oh, I don't, I personally, my ego doesn't have to carry everything. Yes, Erica, that's, and it's so profound because when we're controlling, that means we're coming from what we learned. We're coming usually from stress. And yet source is not separate from us. Right? Source and you, source and me, you and me are actually one. Source is 
the fuel that's living us and is always, always available, always. When we control, we're not available for source to move aliveness in us. So it's that, it's, and it is a state of surrender. Mm-hmm. It's a state of letting go of the timeline or, or because I, I recognize that it's a really big project that you are participating in and creating. And so immediately that you know that, that is really big, uh, we sometimes can get into overwhelm then of timelines and not enough this or not enough that. Yep. And, and that's all the mind. And yeah. the mind is too, Osho used to say, the mind is either a dangerous master, a taskmaster, and it's dangerous because it creates stress, which ultimately creates suffering, mm-hmm. both physical, mental, emotional. So the mind is either a dangerous master or a beautiful servant. And when the mind is the beautiful servant, the mind is the servant of our own heart. It's a tool. And in order to direct the tool, we have to be in the body and respond to the body. And then the mind becomes this beautiful servant that's serving our well-being because we're already being in our heart. We're already being in our body. So we're an embodiment of love. We're an embodiment of peace. And that's what the online courses that are the upcoming courses are about is the embodiment of peace. Because the truth is, we don't really need more information. And when your voice, when you go into that resonance and you're really familiar with it, and I feel it, I know it, and I do too, it's, it's that, that resonance that carries us, right? And we're in the flow. And we can actually accomplish lots more in the flow mm-hmm. when we're in that resonance, when, we're, when the mind is the beautiful servant. But when the mind is the dangerous taskmaster, it's we are tight and worried and stressful. We tend to be judging ourselves or others. <laughs> and it's fear-based. Yeah. It's fear-based. Usually it's usually it's with this project, it's been I'm judging myself because I'm trying, I'm trying, right? To get that 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 resonance. And I felt this process of getting frustrated because it's coming from the ego mind. It's coming from the place of fear. And the fact that this morning I just was like, I, I just, I, I can't do this because it's not me. Like my ego is finally realizing that it can't do it. Yes, because it's not the authentic you. Right. And that's a really nice place to be in. It's a, a lovely place to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Awareness is a huge word. It should be, really, it should be a neon lights all over everywhere. <laughs> Awareness. It's like, <laughs> are we aware? Are we awake or not? You know? mm-hmm. And you said something there about frustration. We get frustrated when we're not aware, right? And the frustration is the third chakra. The, the, it's also where we control 
it's our power center, the third chakra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's where we digest our food in front mm-hmm. of our stomach is the third chakra. But it's also where we digest our ideas mm-hmm. and, and our choices. It's a place of choice. Will I choose love or will I choose fear? Mm-hmm. And we, when we're embodying peace and our mind's awareness is in our body, we're aware of what's going on in, in our gut, in the stomach. When we choose fear, we tend to feel pressure and tightness in the stomach. And there's so many people that have stomach issues right now. And energetically, it's because we're in fear. Mm-hmm. When we have, we're choosing fear and we're in frustrated and unaware, and I definitely live there, have lived there lots, and, and I'm very grateful to know how to return from that place so that I'm giving my stomach, my organs, good energy rather than judgmental energy of right. you're doing it wrong and you're not <sighs> enough. <laughs> yeah. But the third chakra is such an important, well, all the energy centers are, but the third chakra, the power center, it's the willpower. Will I choose love or will I choose fear? Mm-hmm. And it starts by a root chakra, when we're choosing fear, we're uprooted. Mm-hmm. And when we're choosing fear, we no longer feel safe. So right. we're not going to be in love. Right. Bypass the creative solution, the sexual, sensual, creative solution of the second chakra. And we control our energy. Mm-hmm. So we've got no energy in the lower chakras. So we don't feel safe and we just are like hamsters on the wheel. Mm -hmm. Einstein or somebody said the definition of insanity, doing the same thing again and again and expecting the result to be different. We are the ones that have to be aware of change if we want to create something in a new way and to create a new humanity. It's up to each unique one of us to be in touch with our body and to explore new ways what resonates for you what resonates for me and how can we come together so that we create this new humanity where in a real way a practical way everyone belongs that there's a circle of belonging and everyone is cared for because every human being has their own unique vibration to bring to the whole it's as though if i sometimes imagine that source is like this giant sunshine and all of the humanity is like just a beam of little radiant moving light from the sunshine that's beautiful yes so it's like how can we shine our our unique special function Mm -hmm. our soul when our soul came to share how can we really share that so that it makes a difference for everyone Mm -hmm. yes yeah especially right now erica as we know uh, there's a lot of fear being triggered Mm -hmm. a lot but so much and there's a solution to everything Mm -hmm. i don't believe we believe that and only if we're focused on the solution. 
And only if we're open to it. That's the word. It's mm -hmm. open. So to that end, I know you're offering a couple courses and one is starting on the 17th, I think. Yes. Wednesday, well, Wednesday the 17th is an introductory. Okay. If Wednesday is the 17th. Yes, it is. Because I just looked at the calendar. So. <laughs> okay. so, yes. And so that Wednesday one is about, the title is Embodying Love. Mm -hmm. And so it's to create new pathways for our mind taking charge of our mind's awareness and bringing that our mind's awareness simply into the physical sensations in our body and that that becomes a lifestyle. So it's not really about a whole bunch of new information because we can get that on the computer. <laughs> it's about being the change. It's the being in our body so that the mind is this beautiful, faithful servant mm -hmm. of our own taking care, dear care of our body and guiding us. So bringing the mind's awareness into the physical sensations in the body. And we have meditative techniques. I often do a meditation, a mind-body meditation, which we videotape and people get a copy of that, a recording if they would like it. And uh, it's, it's a, a spiritual practice that to me is soothing and it creates bonding. Mm -hmm. And the last courses have all been online. I, in a way, had a bit of a massive fear phobia of being online. So, oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> and... Um, and I sabotaged myself in many ways. <laughs> and, but, you know, the divine kept bringing people into my life to waken me up and, and say, move through this. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was such a childhood fear, really terror. Really? Yes. And I know the story of where it came from and, and in a way, to simplify it was, it was the fear of being seen. Mm. Because my, in this programming of mine, it was if, if you're seen, they're not going to like you. Oh, wow. You know, or, yeah. or even the, the fear of being heard. Oh, what do you have to say that matters mm -hmm. you know, is the programming. But as I step into an awareness of that programming, that shadow, and how it keeps me small and uncomfortable and separate and isolated, and based on the support that I have allowed and received from many teachers, beautiful human beings, love, I've opened through so much pain that I'm not coming from that anymore otherwise I wouldn't be here with you <laughs> because I'm the same as you I, I I feel when my voice has a resonance as well mm -hmm. and the soothing quality of that and if it's mm -hmm. soothing me it's soothing others mm -hmm. and I'm not separate we're mm -hmm. vibrational beings mm -hmm. we're a whole bunch of cells if you put any part of our body, our toenail even, under an electron microscope, it's, it's all 
jiggling. The sails are all moving. Mm-hmm. So this new humanity that we are creating together, it is a we. It really is a we. Yeah. So, and I love the conversation that we had yesterday when I asked you about what was your PhD in and you're a, a cultural historian mm-hmm. and like how I, I wrote it down because I, wow that's cutting edge thank that's you need right now Erica right thank it's you. like yes it's like how to form a new culture where we matter mm-hmm. and that we are inclusive in nature saying you matter mm-hmm. you know it's like the Ubuntu culture in Africa there's a video that I saw and it was a man came with a basket of candy and there were a whole bunch of kindergarten children and he said I'm going to put the basket of candy under the tree and the first person the first child to get the candy to run and get the candy, the first one, it's theirs. They win the candy. And in this culture, the children all held hands together. There were about 30 children. They all held hands together and they all ran for the candy. I love that. Isn't that pure love? Oh gosh, I love that so much. I'm just getting chills all over. That's our new culture. That's our new culture. It is. It's our new culture and that Ubuntu, I may not even be pronouncing it properly, but yes, the tears flowed from me when I saw that video. I'm like, wow, that's where I belong. Mm -hmm. And so for my whole life, that's what I've wanted to create Mm -hmm. is a loving community. And I've created both. I have. Everywhere I go, whether it's Italy or wherever I go, I always create community. Mm-hmm. And in, in India, when I went to India, when I went to China even, and I, I mean, I don't, the only language I speak is, is English. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Right. Because when I go to Italy, it, again, it's the resonance mm-hmm. of the voice. Right. You feel it. Mm-hmm. I do have a translator on occasion, but it, I don't even have to because they feel it. Mm-hmm. And it's the feeling. We have to awaken our feeling, all our feelings, the shadow feelings like fear and sadness and anger, owned anger, all our feelings to awaken them and to love and to happiness, to joy, to peace, to being at peace, you know. To being passionate. Passion is active feeling. <laughs> mm, it sure is. Right. It's juicy aliveness. <laughs> we can do this. This is we can do this. Time. We are doing it. We are. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yes. Yes. From a place of you were talking earlier, Erica, about trust. Mm-hmm. So as we trust ourselves. We've been taught to do, do I trust this one out there or that one out there? And then that means our energy is going out. It's like, do I trust me? If I trust me, I'm not looking for who not to trust. Mm -hmm. Because you'll know. Yeah. 
you'll know, you'll feel it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you won't judge them. You'll be taking loving action mm -hmm. because you, I mean, trust is huge, self-trust. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily trusting what we've learned, like the linear, what we know, what we think we know. That's the issue is thinking, you know. You're talking about feeling the trust, the resonance of self-trust. And then just you're drawn to what right action would create. Like for me, I trust myself to trust you and the energy that we have created together. This is a co-creation, you know. Mm. So hopefully this is supportive and loving and nurturing for people. This I suspect it will be. I suspect it will be. <laughs> so we've been talking for almost an hour and I know that's the bandwidth of my listeners. So how can people find you and get access to the courses? Good. Thank you for asking that, Erica. So my email address is vitalenergy88 at hotmail.com. I'm very, very old fashioned when it comes to technology. And I do have a website, which I can't remember. The, oh, I think it's annemariewright.org. E-N-N, Marie, W-R-I-G-H-T dot org. And should I put my phone number or? No, but social media. So Social media? Yeah. Oh, right. So Facebook. Yes. Yeah, so Facebook <laughs> is called, <laughs> it's called Embodying love the wednesday nights are embodying love and the saturday mornings are embodying peace and we often go into in i call them breakthrough rooms in zoom and have dyads with specific directions meditative directions and of course you're in charge it's like whatever it's you want to do it is fine and whatever you don't want to do is fine too <laughs> But please come and join us if you would have a sense of really feeling that it would be supportive to be in an active circle of authentic. This, these are women's circles, these ones, and I'm going to be putting men and women's circles online as well. But right now, it's if you look at all the earth cultures, they all have women's circles, first of all. And this is a time of the awakening of the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. So this is a time for us to gather as women and be in the power, the receptive power of our feminine flow, our essence. Mm -hmm. So yes, come join us. <laughs> and I can speak from personal experience. I did the Embodying Peace course a couple of times and it's very powerful, very powerful. Yes, thank you, Erica. It's Welcome. a great way to release stress mm -hmm. and to grow. Because mm -hmm. you're growing with others and it's a beautiful, beautiful way to connect on a heart level. Yes, thank you. Because together we're stronger. Mm -hmm. Together. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Erica. Just 
sending waves of love to you. I love you. I really, I love who you are in the world. And I love your, your focus in the, the world and what you're passionate about. This is your special gift that you're sharing with humanity. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for the work you do in the world as well. You are welcome. I receive graciously and delightedly. <laughs> the action item of the week is to practice what Anne-Marie and I did during the podcast with someone you have a deep resonance with. Just be. Slow down your breath and actively listen to them. See how you shift in the process. It's really powerful and nurturing for your soul. That's it for the week. Until next time, I bid you the highest peace, love, and prosperity. Namaste. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. Let it flow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.